Welcome back to another edition of the MoF 3 Up 3 Down podcast. This is our third episode. I'm your host, Cam Smith. I am joined, as always, by Adam North. Adam, how's it going today? Good. Uh, I had a pretty long week at work, so excited to start the weekend talking about football. So, ready to have a good time. Yeah, it's been a very long week for me as well. Uh, My wife had a very busy week, so it was me and Delaney kind of all by ourselves. And (laughs) as much as uh, I loved it, it was, it gets, uh, gets a little stressful towards the, you know, after a couple of days by herself, but you know, we did good. She had a couple of shots this week, so she was a little down and out and tired all the time, but she is a champ and uh, we got through it and had a good time together. Nice. So, yeah. So this episode, we got a couple different things, you know, it's, it's still early in the off season, you know, we got a lot of big things coming up. So Nothing too crazy for this episode, you know, with our first uh, segment here. But I, you know, kind of just want to start off with a big thank you to a bunch of people. And then we'll get on to some who me and you think our teams are going to keep for next year. So, you know, we each team has the option to keep one player from last year. We'll kind of give our predictions and then we will wrap up with a interview with Jordan Smith to talk about his new his new team. He is the new captain of the. Moif Archer. So we'll get into that a little bit later. You ready, Adam? Yep, let's get into it. All right, let's do it. First up, we are going to say a big thank you to a bunch of people. This is a a, a kind of segment that I wanted to start with. And I want to start with you, Adam. I want to thank you first off. You know, thank you for sitting in with me. Um, You know, thank you for hitting up the YouTube and, you know, making that look good. and just an overall, you know, thank you to you, you know, before we start, you know, getting into everything else. Yeah, for sure. I about uh, thank you as well. I mean, uh, you could have asked anybody to, to do this show with you and you asked me. So I always grateful to do this with you and enjoy talking about wiffle ball. So it's always a good time. Absolutely. And I will say you were my first choice when I thought about doing this. So sweet. it was perfect when you, <laughs> when you said yes, I was like, all right, cool. you don't got to look too hard. <laughs> uh, uh, second off, you know, I, I do, I want to thank all of our listeners so far. Um, you know, I've been getting a lot of feedback from everybody. Um, and I just want to say that I really appreciate it. Uh, you know, the text messages, um, that people have said, Hey man, great show. You know, we love listening. Like, it's just really cool, you know, and, and, you know, getting feedback really helps out. It helps us. Um, but yeah, I just want to say, I really, uh, appreciate everyone, you know, listening to us and, and kind of helping us grow. Yeah, for sure. I've gotten a lot of feedback from friends and family that have been listening and it's all been good things. And even if there's bad things, we love, we want to hear it, want to improve and want to put out a good show for you guys. So, yeah, absolutely. And you know, if, uh, if anyone does have any ideas that, you know, maybe they want to hear us talk about, you know, please shoot us a, a DM on for Twitter sure. or, you know, a personal message, whatever to, to me or Adam. And we'd love to hear your feedback and, you know, get some more stuff into the show for you guys. Absolutely. And then a big thing that I wanted to, to say thank you on, um, was our sponsors. Um, you know, MoWiff would not really have happened last year. It it, it might've happened, but not as well as it would have happened, uh, you know, without our sponsors last year and this year, uh, man, we are adding on, uh, you can tell from a couple of our posts already we've started to to get out i think actually we might have most of them posted by the time 
uh, that this episode actually comes out over it's Saturday right now. This episode will be out on Tuesday. Um, but man, it is um, just the amount of you know people that we've helped that have helped support us. Uh, I'm just going to run by this list that we have so far. Uh, but man, it's just, it's just crazy how this list is growing and people are really helping. And, you know, I think ultimately that's going to help put a great product for us on the field, you know, Absolutely. not only just, you know, besides just being there, but, you know, having the field, the nice field that we play on with the lights. Uh, but I think we're going to have a really big uh, change in our live streams. I think that's going to be really cool. You guys are really going to love seeing that we're, we're in the works with a couple of different things for that. So that's going to be really awesome. Um, but here's just a list of the sponsors we have so far. Feather Shark, you know, Adam North, you work there. Yep. Uh, UCC STL. So both of our division sponsors will be back and they will both be division sponsors again. And then we have 27 outs. We have promotional consultants, which is the company I work for. Uh, Public Schoolhouse, which really interested to check them out. Um, I know we were talking about it the other day. The pictures looked awesome. Yeah. Um, FGM Logistics, I believe, will be back. Uh, Game Time Tournaments, who we just posted. Uh, you know, I think that's uh, Jason's company. Mm-hmm. So another, a lot of these are uh, guys from the league that we're getting these. Uh, then we have Between the Lines, and I know, I'm, I believe, I you know, I kind of saw a couple messages on on Instagram between Josh and and the Walk Off Back Company. So yeah, I think they're going to be a, a sponsor for us as well. And I'm really excited so. to uh, to see them. I'm really excited for everybody to get to use that bat. I mean, I can't yeah, me too. say that enough. But uh, I think there is some more to come. We just haven't uh, haven't got it all finalized yet. But you know, we can't be where we're at. We can't be doing this. Um, we can't be putting out a great product for you guys. But it was for all of our sponsors. So first off, I wanted to do a little short segment and just thank everybody. Thank our listeners. Um, it's just, it's been great and we really, really appreciate it. So, yep, absolutely. All right. And then we'll just, you know, we're going to dive right into our, our next segment here. So we have our keeper predictions. And I think a lot of this is, you know, kind of, we kind of know what everyone's mm-hmm. going to do, but, you know, nothing's really been finalized. Um, but it's really going to be just exciting to see, you know, kind of what our predictions are and then, you know, where we can see what's going to happen in a couple. And I think we're about just uh, a month away, you know, from, you know, on tomorrow will be a month away for our draft. So yeah, uh, really looking forward to it. So we'll just get into a little uh, draft conversation and we'll start it next next episode. We are we'll probably talk a little bit more about the draft. I know we'll have our spring training event finalized. So we'll be able to talk about that and we'll have our draft order. Um, so then we can actually really start diving into the draft and, you know, where kind of everybody sits, what we kind of think is going on. And we will give you guys a big rundown on how our draft will work. So stay tuned for that. That's going to be awesome. I can't wait for that. All right, Adam, let's see here. We're going to start with, we're going to start with R2 because, you know, we've kind of hinted at it in our, our last couple episodes. Uh, I don't think it's any surprise who I'm keeping. You know, we've talked about it. Um, but, you know, <laughs> losing Andrew uh, mm-hmm. to, you know, his own team, the Thunderbirds, uh, you know, I don't have that number two pitcher anymore. But, um, you know, my first draft pick from last year was jake Wunlick, and you know i'll say it here first you know he's he's staying he's gonna stay a bomber and uh you know maybe i'll put out a post here on tuesday 
from the bombers account and yeah we'll make it official why not right all right um you know i I don't think it's any surprise he's one of my best friends and you know i love playing with them so uh you know is that kind of what you were thinking you think i was going to keep him oh yeah we kind of hinted at it but yeah (laughs) and and when uh when jake figures out the bat there were a few times where it 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 started to shine and then i mean he can definitely be a dangerous hitter so not a bad not a bad keeper at all yeah and you saw it really big yeah throughout the season he had hits here and there off of a bunch of guys you know mm-hmm. didn't have the the home run numbers that i thought he would have i think he only had one but i think more will come this year but you really saw him shine late in the season last year in the postseason sure. you know he won us a big game against the empire to get us to the finals and then actually had the game winning rbi off sam skibby in game one so yeah. you know two really big game winning hits that um that really helped uh, solidify our championship in that first year. So no, no doubt for me to keep him, um, you know, looking forward to see what we can get in the rest of the draft, but yeah, for sure. And we'll go to you. All right. I'm sure it's obvious as well. We've, <laughs> like like Cam said, we've talked about it. It was uh, uh, like Cam said, I even named my team, inspired my team name around uh, Brett, Brett Spencer's pitch. So yeah, Brett, Brett is going to be my keeper. Um, it wasn't necessarily a, a, the easiest decision. I did have some some good players. Um, uh, BK is obviously an incredible defender and can solidify any team, and he's de- yeah. definitely going to go early in the draft. Um, and Mark Vogler, also ex- one of the best hitters in the league last year. I mean, he hit yeah. very, very well. Um, another guy that I'm very upset to lose, and I'm not looking forward to losing at, at either of them. Yeah. Uh, but definitely keeping Brett Spencer. I mean, his pitching numbers were insane last year. Um, in the the Cy Wiffle conversation, I think he finished third, third or fourth. Yep. Third. Yeah. Yeah. He was third. So I mean, definitely looking forward to that. Um, and I mean, he hit hit well too. So I hit hit well at UFs, hit well in in uh, MoWiff in our season. So yeah, really excited to to keep Brett. We got pretty close last year. So yeah, that's good. Back. Definitely got to keep that. You know, got to have that that big time pitcher and then, you know, good bat as well. So a guy that can do both, you know, is perfect. It does. Yep. It does Can't suck losing those, those other guys. Cause I mean, you know, you put them all together and you guys build that friendship, but you know, who knows, maybe you pick them up in the draft too. And uh, for sure, you know, we'll see what happens, but yeah, definitely up on a lot of other guys radar as well. Yeah, for sure. All right. Now, now we'll get into some of the other teams besides R2. So, you know, these are some we don't really know, but, um, you know, we can make our predictions and kind of see what we have. And I think we'll start with the obvious one in the Mojo. Um, yeah. You know, the reigning MVP on yep. their team. You know, I don't think there's any secret there. That's that's one that you got to keep. You know, that's the yeah, one guy sure. you can't let go to the draft. So yeah. same Skibby, yeah. you know, I, I see him being a, a, in a Mojo uniform next year for sure. Absolutely. And and then uh even just as a counter argument, Chris Metter is the best defender in the West region. I mean he won that that award and he'll show that again in MoF next year. He was uh our best defender. And I mean again, just like BK, he he'll improve any team instantly and would be a good keeper if he didn't have Sam Skibby as a teammate. <laughs> you know, absolutely. And you know, we we've seen it time and time again. And I think this year, you know, with our new rules, he's even going to get more chances to show off his fielding ability next year. And I'm yeah. really excited to see that. And uh, you know, another guy on their team, uh, Logan Trotter. That's going to be a very exciting to see. You know, where he kind of fits in next year. He's 
yeah, really uh, raised his draft stock from last year. Had a bunch of big moments. I think he led the league in grand slams last year. I don't know that for <laughs> sure, but like, I don't remember anyone else having. I think he yeah. had like I think he had three grand slams. Like, yeah, it was insane. Uh, but then watching him pitch at the end of the year when no yeah. one knew he could pitch. So I don't think he even knew. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Just did it. Yeah. You know, hard throwing lefty, you know, makes sense, but yeah. Um, and he was a great fielder too. I think he, yep. he finished in the top three of, uh, yeah, I think so. of the uh, gold hands award and, and doing it from an outfield position too. I mean, I saw yep. him rob a couple home runs. Uh, so these, these players are going to be, you know, really good. It's going to be interesting to see where the draft goes because everyone really showed their, true potential last year and i think it's only going to get better yep agreed uh all right our next team is going to be the mambas so what do you think where do you think cole's going to go here because you know uh collins or weller is unfortunately not going to be able to play this year um so i know he had a tough decision there you know he had a couple big guys but you know losing yep. colin you know kind of narrows it down but what do you think i think uh Similar to my keeper, I think Jackson Crosley's the, the easy pick. Um, he, he's a guy that can do both, and you can't pass that up. Um, a lights-out pitcher in our league. When he can throw fast with his his screwball, it, I mean, it's basically unhittable. He was a great pitcher last year, and and he can hit too. So I think that's the that's the easy one. Yeah, he definitely had a, a very a sneak – not really sneaky, but like a lot of people, you know, he comes from the SWBL, and a lot of people – you know, never thought of him as a hitter until the past couple of years. And then, you know, even coming into our league, we're like, all right, it's fast pitch. You know, we're not really sure how Jackson will do hitting fast pitch, but man, he really surprised a lot of people last year. Yeah. Uh, had a great season at the plate. You know, he did miss a couple of games that kind of hurt him, but man, he really shined at the plate. And like you said, I mean, he really just is a number one pitcher that you can't really, um, you can't really afford to lose. Uh, you know, it would have been interesting to see, say like so this year nwl the nwla tournament will be in july so it's right. not going to interfere with their playoffs this year you know it would have been interesting to see last year you know had he been able to throw game one against you guys what that could have said for that you know um absolutely that playoff yeah. matchup but Completely different uh, series i mean in game two he shut us down i mean so yeah. that just shows how different that series could have been yeah so no surprise there but you know cole does have a lot of a lot of great players on that team. Losing Colin does hurt. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, we saw Alex get a lot of time on the mound yeah. uh, last year. Uh, he really improved. So his draft stock's going up because guys are going to need pitching this year. Uh, yep. And then Greg, you know, I don't think Greg had the season that he wanted to, but, you know, he definitely shined at times, had the big home run off Josh. I think he was the first home run off Josh. Yep. Um, and not many people did that. Um, but, Definitely had a couple home runs. I think he had a couple off of us even. Uh, had a couple great plays in the field. I know he turned a big double play in a key time. Uh, Greg's definitely a guy that, you know, he's a good player all around. So not a guy that anyway, – yeah, zero year A on the mound. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting as we go through this list, there's a lot of guys that kind of slipped down towards the bottom last year because nobody knew who they were that are yeah. going to be mid to high tier picks next year because now people have seen them play yeah exactly really cool to see and then now we have the melon heads and i think it's been very obvious you know <laughs> in the group chat so a lot of people know but um you know you never know what jason he could throw a curveball at us but i i think it's uh, i think it's got to be spencer bogad who do you think 
Yeah, I would agree. Again, I mean, you can't pass up a guy that can do both. They can hit and pitch, and, and Spencer's that guy. I think uh, Blake is a hard one to turn down. Another guy who I don't think showed was able to show his pitching because of some injuries last year, um, but I think he's a guy that can also do both. Um, but I think uh, Spencer's the easy one there. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. And, you know, Spencer has a great bat and a great, great arm as well. But yeah, one guy that's going to be at the top of a lot of people's list too is, like you said, Blake. Yep. Um, yeah, I didn't show it last year with his pitching as much, but, you know, he does have the ability to get out there and get you some innings. And mm-hmm. I think this new rule is really going to help him at the plate. He was a great hitter last year. He was an all-star yep. uh, just from his time at the plate, and he really shined. And I think it's going to be more of the same from that from him this year. Agreed. Yep. And then here's an interesting one. Our last team is the Empire. You know, losing yeah. Jordan, you know, no one really knows what Josh is thinking. I don't know. I don't, maybe mm-hmm. you know. I don't know. What are you kind of thinking with the, uh, with the Empire? I think it's a tough one. Um, I think, again, you're in, you, a lot of the obvious ones that people are, I think, are going to go with are the guys that can do both. Um, and, and I think, he had a lot of one-sided players um, that maybe didn't show their true potential on both sides, but, um, and who knows, maybe he doesn't keep it bigger, but I, I, I think, um, I think his best hitter, I mean, Mike had a game where I think he had like seven hits against that comeback against, against was the, the Mambas. Mambas. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that is a ceiling that not a players, ha- not a lot of players have. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it's hard to pass up an offensive player like that um, that can show out like that in the game. So I think Mike might be a good keeper for him. Yeah, I think the big thing with with Josh, you know, uh, we've kind of heard, you know, with our interview last week, you know, and I've talked to him about his shoulder or maybe it's his elbow. Mine's my shoulder. <laughs> Here's his elbow. Um, but I think it's going to depend on that, how his arm is doing, because sure. if he's not able to throw, you know, maybe he doesn't keep anyone and he needs to really find a number one pitcher. Um, yeah. You know, Nick is a guy that, you know, we've seen really working on his pitching and I think is going to get a lot more time this year to be able to see what he, he can do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, you know, struggled with control a little bit last year and doesn't have the, the typical speed that, you know, some of the other guys have, but, uh, and he had a couple of big hits last year. So yeah, Nick absolutely. was a good player too, but like you said, Mike was a great hitter. Even Parker, Parker had a bunch of big hits, you know, from that left side Two two lefties on that lineup was awesome for Josh, but, yep. um, and I know Parker can throw a little bit too. So definitely tough, a tough decision. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he picked any of them. I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't just to try to go out and get a, a big arm because he really needs it. Yeah. And so for people that don't know, if he doesn't keep a picker or it doesn't uh, keep a anyone. keeper, then he gets a higher draft pick. He gets to go with those guys that um, that are with the archers and the um, uh, Thunderbirds. So, Thunderbirds, thank you. Yeah. So yeah. So on that, you know, our first round will be the archers and the Thunderbirds, and then if anyone doesn't keep anyone, they will be in that first round as well. And then our second round will start with every team, all eight teams. And we will randomly draw, since our teams are shifting, uh, we will randomly draw for um, those spots. So maybe the, you know, the Archers and Thunderbirds, you know, aren't going to get two number one picks. They could. It's possible. Uh, yep. But maybe they get the first pick in that first uh, first round and then the last pick in the second round. You never know. Uh, 
Uh, but that's going to be exciting. And then we'll do a snake draft from rounds two to the final final round. So, yeah. So that's Definitely why interesting, be, but yeah. That, I was going to say, that's why it might be enticing, even more enticing for Josh to not keep anyone because he gets an extra pick in that first round and then he can really get a, a number one guy and a, a guy that can do both. Yeah, and, and you know, there's some good pitchers that are going to be in this draft. You know, we got a couple new guys. Some guys we don't really know what to do with yet because we haven't seen, but we will see here in, I think, like a week and a half. I think a week. Once this episode comes out, it'll be a week away. Um, yep. You know, so any guys that are new to the league and or even from the league last year, you know, if you're listening to this and you want to show your um, your talent and, you know, what you've kind of improved on or what you kind of got to work with, you know, come to the make sure you come to the uh, winter workout and, you know, show us what you have. And and who knows, maybe if it's a player from last year and, you know, maybe a guy like Josh isn't really sure on who he's going to keep. Maybe by the end of the night, he's like, all right, you know, this is the guy I'm going to keep because he really showed yep. that he put in that Absolutely. offseason work and, and got better. So For you sure. just never know what could happen. Uh, I mean, I, man, I'm just really looking forward to this draft. Me too. Uh, I'm excited for the spring training, you know, to kind of get all these little details finalized. Uh, but man, it is, uh, it's an exciting time. And I mean, I talked to Cole the other day and he's like, I've been doing some mock drafts. And I was like, I want to, but I was like, I don't know the order. I don't know yeah. the final list of all the players. Um, but man, it's just, uh, it's going to be exciting. And I right. can't wait to get to that mock draft as well. Yeah, so. for sure. All right. Anything else you want to add on the, uh, any predictions or what you kind of think for, for the keeper draft? I wanted to ask you, so some of the guys that aren't going to be keepers, who do you think are some of the top tier players that are going to be going into the draft? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, you know, and I've thought about it and I've thought about, you know, asking that question and it's like, man, do we, do we kind of, do I kind of want to let everybody know what I'm thinking, but you know, sure, I yeah, think if you don't want to disclose that, no, sure, yeah, that to yourself. it is a good question. Uh, but you know, I think a guy like, like Blake uh, is going to be huge. Mark definitely uh, BK, Chris, like, these are all really, really good players that mm -hmm. that anyone would be happy to have on their team. So I would I would say, you know, my top I kind of my top three would be would be Blake first because of his hitting is so good. And especially with the new rule, uh, Chris Metter because of his hitting and fielding. That's just that's a solid guy. Um, and then. I mean, the third one stuff, because there are so many, but I would probably have to say, I would probably have to say Mark because he does a little bit of both. And, you know, we, sh we saw his pitching last year and we definitely saw his, his hitting. So, yeah, for sure. Uh, th yeah, those are definitely, I, I would agree. I think those are the three guys that I think of when I think of guys that are, probably aren't getting kept and then uh, where they're going to end up in the draft, I think it's pretty high for, for all three of those guys. Absolutely. Yeah, but it, it, like I said, you never know. Maybe some other guys have been working real hard, and there's just yep, a lot of absolutely. really good players. I mean, there's new player, new players coming in too. Oh yeah, like there's definitely there's going to be some new guys that are high on this draft. I I wouldn't yep. be surprised if a new a new player is one of those top three picks. I would not be absolutely. surprised at all. Yep. Um, I'm not going to give that away because <laughs> maybe they're on my board, but uh, <laughs> uh, I definitely have seen a couple of great players that have signed up this year. Yeah, for sure. All right, and now we are going to get ready to bring on Jordan Smith for our weekly interview, or I guess bi-weekly. Is that right? 
Sure. Something like that. Every other week. <laughs> uh, we might not do an interview every week or every episode, but um, I really am going to enjoy doing these interviews. So for sure, we'll bring you an interview with Jordan Smith coming up next. All right. And we are ready for our third segment of the day. We're going to bring on a special guest. Jordan Smith of the new, one of the newest MoWiF teams, the MoWiF Archers. Jordan, how are you doing today, man? Not bad. Uh, excited to be here. Was was definitely honored when you guys reached out about, about having me on. I uh, feel like it was a perfect fit, kind of like you said in your text. Uh, excited, to, excited to be here. Yeah, well, you know, I wanted to get you, and we're going to have Andrew on soon, you know, two of the, the new teams that are um, coming into the expansion draft and I uh, wanted to get you guys on to to kind of introduce you guys to the to the league and the fans. You know, a lot of people know your names, but, you know, don't know a lot about you guys. So I uh, figured it was a perfect way for us to start. And, uh, you know, just excited to, to get to know more about you. And I'm sure the uh, listeners are as well. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll start off, you know, by talking about last year. Um, it was your first year playing wolf ball, right? First year. Yep. Ever. Yeah, so brand new. I mean, I know we we saw you at the tryout, and a lot of us noticed your potential, and you really dove right into the league and kind of helped us out a lot. So it kind of made a perfect sense to uh, match up. But talk about kind of your first year as a player. You know, what did you think overall about you know the whole style and and the whole wiffle ball aspect? You know, what kind of what did you think about all that? Yeah, absolutely. You said it. You said it perfect. Uh, at the the tryout, I remember I would pick up a wiffle ball and like look at somebody and be like, "How do I grip this thing to make it do this or do that?" <laughs> like I had no idea what I was doing, but uh, played baseball my whole life, super competitive, and so I knew this was something that I would I would probably like and enjoy. So um, you know, I think this first year for me was just kind of learning a lot you know I, I remember I was texting you all the time I was texting a fellow fellow league member Josh all the time once he drafted me texting uh Sam Skibby all the time just like trying to learn more understand kind of the whole wiffle ball circuit national tournaments this that how it all worked and was just immediately hooked uh, I played slow pitch softball like in or in college a few years like since college and it's fun, but it just didn't scratch the itch quite like uh, wiffle ball has for me from from missing my baseball days. So, you know, I was I was very torn about signing up for the league. Funny enough, because because I didn't know I didn't know a soul, and I was that's just not not my style. And I you know I told myself just one year. If you don't like it, you don't have to do it again. And boy, did I make a good decision. So I guess anybody out there that's on on the fence, you know, if you're like I don't know about this, like just give it a try. It's just a year. Uh, you never know. So um, I think that's the the perfect way to explain it too. Cause I mean, yeah. I remember texting you and you know, when you first got into it, I mean, I was like showing you videos, of, Hey, mm -hmm. this is kind of where I kind of learned from. And I did the same thing with Adam, you know, both of you guys yep. were kind of in that same position. And I'm, I'm really glad to see that both of you guys have really, you know, taken that in and really put that, you know, that mindset enough this is really a lot of fun and you guys yep. have built such a good um foundation for a good wolf ball player and just and just a good like mindset in the league overall and it's been awesome to see watch both of you guys grow i've really enjoyed working with you guys you know now that the first year is kind of out of the way too you know my goal is you know now that you know the bombers got this championship uh <laughs> you know my real goal is to 
and I, I feel like I did this a lot last year, but I really want to help everybody get better and better. And, mm-hmm. you know, I kind of want to, and, and that's, it's tough for me to do, but like, I want to be more of a teacher this year and kind of yeah. help everybody grow. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think you fr- did. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, I think you did a great job of that the first year too, man. Uh, yeah, I, would agree. I, I remember you were so quick to send me videos, YouTube videos, TikToks, Twitter, whatever, or how to cut a ball. This is how I like to cut it here. Just take this one that they, they take a lot of time, you know, <laughs> so do. to be able to, so I think, I think you did a, such a good job with that regardless and, and kind of wrapping back around to the first year thing. I think that's what, what hooked me in so much so early is just how nice all of you guys are, how nice everybody in the entire league is. And, and whether it's the Skibby league or this league and just so many good guys and that along with the competitive aspect that like a competitive guys like us can go out there and, and, you know, get that part of it too, but also like be really good friends and have a great time. And I looked forward to Thursdays because like, Oh, I got to go hang out with a bunch of like, like-minded guys. And exactly. And I think that was, that was just so, so important for the first year yeah. that, that allowed me and got me hooked and excited for, for the future. Yeah. That is a cool part about our league. Cause it would be fun even if we weren't being competitive and just joking around and like at the all-star game almost, but the fact that it right. is so competitive is just that, that edge that makes it even, even more fun. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, cause I even played softball for a couple of years, you know, I was playing softball and wolf ball on the same nights at times. And, <laughs> uh, it was a long night. <laughs> yeah. Can't do, can't do that anymore, but, <laughs> um, I, you know, I really loved it. And then, but now I've, I've almost like gone away with softball completely only because like, it really doesn't have that competitive itch that, you know, that we get from wiffle ball and it's so different, but I love it so much. Um, but, you know, you know, talking about last year, you know, man, as your first year, it is crazy to see, you know, kind of what you did. Uh, you were, I think, fourth in our side with voting. Um, and I think main majority of that is the end. You didn't have as many innings as some of the other guys, mm-hmm. but man, you really shined. You were one of the last people to give up like a hit. Uh, you're the only person in the league with significant innings that did not give up a home run. Very impressive. Um, just overall, just an impressive season on the mound. You probably throw, I mean, I would say probably the hardest in the league last year. I mean, you were probably throwing a little bit harder than I was. Uh, it'll be depending on the night, maybe. Yeah. I think it'll be interesting this year once we don't like now that we have the the radar and we're able to see that, but, um, it was really cool to watch you just improve last year and just really just mow people down at the mound and, um, Man, it was just it was fun to watch, and um, I'm really looking forward to seeing what you can do this year. Now that you have a year under your belt, um, yep. what was kind of your favorite memory from last year? Ooh, um, favorite memory would I? I mean, I kind of touched on it a little bit earlier. Just like every every Thursday, I feel like I look forward to whether it was my team was playing, my team was not. I showed up plenty of Thursdays where I wasn't playing just because I enjoyed watching, I enjoyed hanging out with people. Um, so I just think just the my favorite memory looking back on it is probably just kind of like the community and the friendship that we built, um, you know, outside of, outside of winning or losing or having a great year, having, having a, having a bad night or whatever. Uh, Regardless, it was always, always something that I looked forward to. I never was like, Oh, I got to go play wiffle ball tonight. It was like, Oh, I get to go play wiffle ball tonight. Um, So I think that's just, you know, looking back on the first year of of Mo Wiff in particular, I think that's, that's definitely my, my favorite memory. And, I mean, if we talk about the whole season, I know we might jump into this in a little bit, but 
like UFs, obviously that's a, that's an insane, awesome memory, hometown cup, incredible memory. So like those kind of have their own, they're kind of in their yeah. own tier of, of doing their own thing. But in terms of, in terms of the MoWiff league, I think my, my favorite thing about the first year was just, yeah, the overall community. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. And I'll, I'll tell you, we really appreciated, you know, you kind of stepping in and helping out, you know, you helped a lot with the setup and I think you even did some commentary a couple of times and just mm-hmm. all those kind of aspects really made our decision easy as, Hey, this guy wants to be a captain. And it, it wasn't even a question for us. It was like this right. guy, he does a lot for the league. He really, he fits the mold as a captain material and he has the, um, the caliber of play that, you know, will kind of keep that competitive balance along and it just really worked out. So we really appreciate that from you as well. Yeah. I know it was a tough, tough for Josh to, uh, to let go. And, and <laughs> I mean, I can say, I, you know, I, part of me kind of enjoyed my role last year. I, yeah. I, you know, I had, a, I had such a great time. It was like, is this something that I want to do? Cause it is, it'll be different. I, I know had I'd stayed with Josh and, and done a year or two with the empire, like it would have been awesome. And, uh, so that was hard to kind of step away from because I had such a great first year, but I, I'm yeah. also really excited about kind of developing, yeah, my own team, my own, I don't, not brand maybe, but just my own kind of identity. Brand. Yeah. yeah. Just my own team for this year will be, will be awesome too. And maybe, maybe for guys, if I end up with guys on my team who are brand new, I know I only have a year, but teach what I learned in my one year to guys who are brand new that are on my team. So absolutely. looking forward to that too. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll definitely, we're going to dive into that, but, uh, you know, before we do that, you know, kind of want to keep on the last year trend. Uh, you did go to two national tournaments, like you mentioned, hometown cup and UFs. Um, how was, you, you said you had a great time, but you know, how kind of was that experience for you? And, uh, like, you know, you start with hometown cup. Cause that's the one you went to first, you played on my yep. team, me, Josh, you and Cole, and Doug was even a part of it. Um, you know, how much fun did you have there? And do you plan on going back again this year? Yes. So hometown cup, I think, I think you might've mentioned this in the first episode that I was listening to that, you know, you kind of went in like maybe unknowing about the play style. I was kind of the same way. Like, how is this going to work? You know, this is sounds weird. It's different from the very limited experience of wiffle ball that I have. It's just sounds completely different. And I mean, right away, I was like, this is awesome. You know, it's more hitting focus, more defense focus, which I, I really enjoy and our defense think, was locked down. It was so good. Yeah, <laughs> we I mean, were so really good. Was. Yeah, we had we had a great defensive team and I mean I feel like that was kind of the next step of getting closer with like you, Josh, Doug, Cole. Like we had such a great weekend staying at the Airbnb and hanging out and we were super competitive right off the bat even though we were super inexperienced um, competing with top teams. The team that had won four or five times being right there with them for most yeah. part of the game, you know, we kind of faltered at the end, but it was a overall just awesome first kind of national out of town experience uh, and absolutely plan to go back as many times as I can. Funny enough, we have a family vacation already planned. It's like borders the weekend. It's like, I could leave a day early and make it to hometown <laughs> cup. So that's, that's on the table. I'm not saying I, I can't go, but uh, I, I will, I hope to go as many times as I can. Going good forward. deal. It's yeah. good to know. It's good to know. Yeah. The people in New Carlisle are uh, they're super nice, super welcoming. They got the Midwest. Everybody come in. Let's have they a do. good time. So yeah, it was, it was a great weekend. Absolutely. And then uh, yeah, I, I, it'll be interesting. We'll definitely have to keep talking about that. Um, but then, you know, the second tournament, you know, you whiffs, uh, you mm-hmm. played with Adam. I know you got some, some texts about some other teams beforehand, but you ended up going yeah. with Mo with Miracle, which I thought was a great decision. You guys mm-hmm. did well. 
uh, talk about that. You know, you know, you guys, you both, you and Adam both, uh, on that team, you guys made a deep run and made it into Sunday, which my team didn't even do. Um, talk about that. And if you plan on, uh, going back to there as well. Absolutely. And, and yeah, so the hometown cup, you know, I mean, it was funny. It was like mainly fun. And then like a little bit of, like we got competitive yeah. in the games, obviously. And I feel like it was, it was kind of flipped at, at, uh, well, sort of kind of flipped at, at UFs that, you know, we, it was more about competing and, and trying to win, but at the same time, I mean, me, Adam, Jason, Brett, we kind of went into the weekend, like no expectations. We might be outmatched as the weekend goes on. Let's just have fun, learn, get to know this play style, um, and just, just make the most of it. And so I think that, I think this was already talked about too, so I'm probably repeating, but I think that absolutely played to our advantage. None of us went in tight. None of us went in like scared or intimidated. We were just like, let's just see what we got. And I think that our hitting was just so much better than I thought, you know, myself included, Adam, we all, we all chipped in when needed. And it was, it was just an incredible weekend. Um, it was, I learned a lot in terms of pitching, uh, trying to pitch multiple times in a row, multiple days in a row. It yeah. is a, uh, it's a different beast than, it is. than once a week. And I, that's one thing that I, I hope I can get better at. I feel like there's some limitations in that, but I, uh, I ran out of gas real fast after the first game with all of the, with all the adrenaline and hype, um, but was able to battle through two in a row and get two wins. And that was, that was just, yeah, it was such a great weekend and kind of similar to hometown cup. I feel like me, Jason, Adam, Brett bonded so much. We all became closer that weekend, better, like excited for going back in the future. So, I mean, both of them, I hope, I hope to go playing as many national tournaments over the next however many years I've got uh, playing with football. Um, it was, it was awesome. Yeah. You know, I'll say just watching your guys' games, like we knew you guys' pitching was going to be there. And I think, we were all kind of surprised at how well you guys actually hit like, and that's not taking anything away from you guys. We know you're good hitters, but the pitching level is just so much higher at that tournament. Right. Mm -hmm. And then to see all four of you guys hit the way you guys did, like, especially yeah. how much we struggled in my whiff to hit, <laughs> right. uh, yeah. which like, Myself ma included. It, yeah. and it makes it so much more exciting for next year coming in, coming into my whiff is like, how much mm -hmm. hitting are we actually going to have? Because we all had this so much more experience now and, yeah. but it was just so much fun to watch you guys. And you guys did, you guys had so much fun, um, you know, kind of Adam, everyone, what did you think about, you know, having Jordan as a teammate at UFS? I mean, I know yeah, I would love to have him. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was a blast. Um, Jordan, I definitely lived up to the expectations with, with his pitching. I mean, carried straight on from OIF right into UF, right into UFS. And uh, uh, like I said, ran out of gas a little bit, but he got us two huge wins, got us to Sunday and, I mean, like, like we've been talking about, we all hit really well and then we really bonded. We, we kept the lineup mostly the same throughout the, the tournament, but we adjusted a little bit and, and made some, I think, good changes. But overall, like Jordan said, it was just a blast. It was so much fun. And we, we just, like you said, we, we really bonded together and we definitely got closer that weekend than, than we were before. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah it for throwing the throwing the team together last second, too. Yeah. Not last second, but we were probably one of the last teams to sign up. You know, there was yeah. a lot of, a lot of who's playing with who can't, do we have yeah. enough guys that are interested to come and make a second team? And, and like you said, like, yeah, I was considering trying to just be a tag along on, on some random team that I didn't know the guys and that would have been fine. But the fact that we got to build another MoWiff team, go out there, have some success, other people learn who our league is, I think is, is, is just awesome. So yeah, I was, it was so glad how it turned out. It was really fun to represent our league. It was mm -hmm. an honor for sure. Yeah. Definitely yeah. cool to watch you guys as well. So you know, keep, you guys keep doing that thing. You know, I, I won't be a part of that with 
Miracle Team at US next year. My team is still yet to be technically announced. Uh, some people know, some people don't. Uh, I think it'll come out real soon, but um, really looking forward to seeing what you guys can and build on. And I will be 100% behind you guys and being one of your biggest supporters for sure. Yeah. Hopefully, we hopefully can, you don't have to pitch against us. Unless it's the finals. Unless it's the finals. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, you know, it's in, in our last little kind of thing about last year, um, you know, what are, I guess not really last year, you know, we'll kind of move forward to, uh, to next year before we get into, to your new team, you know, what are you kind of, are you, are you looking forward to anything in particular playing style? So not necessarily your team, uh, but mm-hmm. just kind of as like, uh, coming into your second year, are you kind of looking forward to anything, you know, maybe just having a year under your belt and you're getting better, uh, yeah. or what, what are you kind of thinking? Yeah, I think I'm, I'm looking forward to, I think we made, we made great strides in the rule changes to just kind of make it a more balanced league, you know, from a pitching only mindset, is it fun to go out there and pitch seven innings and strike out 20 guys? Yes, it is. <laughs> but like for the overall health and growth of the league, I think we need some more hitting. I would like to hit better in year two. And I think that's a big takeaway from you ifs. I went in there just like, don't take it too seriously and grind out a good at bat and like, see what happens. And I think I need to do that at Mo if next year is, you know, I'd get a little tight, I'd get almost like too intense and I just need to relax and, and, and just kind of have more fun with it, at least from the offensive side. So I think our, you know, our new rules about the walk and the competitive lob and going from two strikes to three strikes, will just, will make the, the offense hopefully grow. And I think that's, that's mainly what I'm looking forward to. I mean, developing this pitching, of course, there's always going to be more to learn and stuff to improve on, but I hope I can make bigger strides hitting this year too. Yeah. I think the, the new, like the new rules are definitely going to be a challenge for us as pitchers, but I think that also gives us a little bit more exciting as pitchers is like, all right, I have a new obstacle and like, man, I'm going to work even harder to go out there, not walk anybody and shut people down because that's just, you know, that's what we did last year and I'm going to continue to do that. So I know it's got to be the same mindset for you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think it'll be, yeah, a new challenge in a new way. And and honestly, we'll get us, I think, more ready for national tournaments next year, having to, like when we went, when we went to UFs and I was like, whoa, I got to get three strikes. You know, I used to get into, if you get a guy Oh one in Mo Whiff last year, it's like at bats over, sorry, yep. but like, you're kind of, you're kind of screwed. Whereas, you know, grinding out three strikes, will just, it'll be good practice to, to carry over into, into national tournaments and, and a more, a more competitive balance. Um, that'll be more rewarding. Should we, should we have those kind of games where we, you know, striking a lot of people out and throwing no hitters and stuff still. So. Yeah, absolutely. Now that we're uh, talking about next year, um, I, I know when we were at US, we kind of had some discussions about how you were going to come up with your team name for next year. And uh, yeah. we had some, some jokes definitely come on, but how did you uh, land on the archers and how did you, what was the inspiration for that? Yeah, absolutely. I think it, I think it did the, the name archers kind of, it didn't, it did come about on the, the UF trip. It was when I was in the car with, with Brett and Sam, they, Sam had picked uh, Brett and I up once he flew into Baltimore and we were driving, you know, the hour, 15 hour, 20 up to York. And uh, we were just looking out at, at everything and just listing off this, that like random names. And that's where some of the funny ones came up. Um, but, you know, I, I think when I had thought of archers, you know, with St. Louis, obviously the arch is pretty, pretty uh, a staple here. And, 
And I thought that was a cool aspect, but not really taking the arch, but kind of going more archers route. There's kind of some, some play on words there, but also, you know, fits in, I feel like with the other names in our league. So I think it was when it came down to it, I had, I had some other decision or some other options that I, I, I kind of liked and kind of maybe wanted, but when it came down to it, I think archers was a, my favorite and B just kind of fit the league. The most was the easiest to build a logo and kind of a look around. So I think uh, that's kind of, that's kind of what I said to settle on. Yeah, I definitely, I, I do want to ask one thing too. Have you ever seen the show Archer? No, I haven't. I probably should have, but I haven't. I know what it is, but no, so, maybe I'll watch it now. And the only reason why I say this, because like your logo, the uh, the word Archer in your logo is, it reminds me of the, like that, that show logo. So like, okay. I was like, oh, maybe he's seen that, but hey, you know, it's nope. cool that you didn't. Um, but yeah, no, super excited, you know, kind of see where you guys go. Um, you know, we got the draft coming up. We're about a month away from the draft. Um you know, so we, you know, it, it does suck, you know, that we're not going to be able to like, you know, talk about your, your team as a whole, but mm-hmm. I'm sure definitely in the future we will, but I'm sure that is very exciting for you to see kind of where you fit in as, you know, drafting a team and which kind of leads me into this next question, you know, kind of what is, what are you looking forward to most now that you're a captain of your own team? So, you know, moving from a player role to a like franchise owner type role, what, what kind of you think in there? Like what's, what are you looking forward to? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, I, I just to repeat what I had said earlier, you know, the, the limited or I learned a lot last year, I guess, not the limited stuff. I learned so much last year, but what I learned in year one, maybe carrying that on to maybe a guy who hasn't played before, if the guy ends up on my team with, with little to no experience. And, and at the same time, just kind of, kind of being the leader, you know, I think I, I've, I'm more comfortable just kind of taking that role of, of just being a good team player, but not necessarily wanting to step up and lead. So I think that, you know, now kind of being the leader and not really having a choice um, I'm, I'm excited to kind of develop that. And, and also at the same time, I do have, I do have kind of an, an analytical side. I've, I've always thought like being the GM of the Cardinals would be the coolest thing in the world. So uh the fact that I get to be the GM of our wiffle ball team, you know, it's kind of a, it's kind of a little play on that. And I'm excited to, you know, evaluate guys at the, at the spring training in a little bit and then kind of build out a draft plan and hopefully slowly but surely build the best team in the league. There you go. I'll tell you, it is so much fun to just sit here and think about all that stuff. Like we haven't even got there and I'm having so much fun just like, all right, I'm picturing this guy at the, at the tryout. He's doing well. All right, cool. I'm going to put him on my draft board. Like that part of that aspect is so much fun for me. Like I really yeah. enjoyed it. And like, I think you're going to enjoy that as well for sure. Yeah. Yeah. My, my dream job answer has always been GM of the Cardinals. So, you know, it's, it's, this is in the same ballpark. Yeah. <laughs> for, no, absolutely. Absolutely. number two. <laughs> yeah. Number two right behind it. Yeah. No, absolutely. I'm really looking forward to seeing, you know, what you can do with that archer's, uh franchise it's going to be really exciting to see definitely have a good a good base and a good building block and you're going to get one of those first probably two maybe three picks Mm -hmm. uh you know we kind of talked about early in this episode which you you haven't listened to yet but um you know we kind of gave our predictions on who was going to be keeping everybody and Mm -hmm. most teams probably are going to keep somebody there's maybe one maybe one two teams that don't uh Mm -hmm. so you'll definitely have a top you know, two, maybe three or four pick. So that'll yep. definitely be interesting uh, and, you know, scary for the rest of us, you know, especially if you get that number one spot, 
uh, people got to do with maybe two good pitchers on your team. So definitely something to look forward to. Are you looking for more of a pitcher or more of a, uh, a hitter? Or maybe are you looking at somebody that can maybe not as, as well as one, but you, that can kind of do both? What do you kind of think well, of there? That, that's a great question. I, I think it'll, it'll just come down to how the, how the draft shakes out. If I end up yeah. in, the first, in the first pick and there is a very clear another good pitcher, it'll be with what I saw the first year, it'll be hard to pass on that person. Yeah. If I can start off a team with two good pitchers that are reliable, I think that that goes a really long way. At the same time, if, if maybe some, some of the top pitchers get kept, maybe there's not, there's not as much there. And there's, there's a Cole Layton type hitter out there. It's, yeah. I watched what he did year one and it's like, I want that on my team being, being on the empire. I don't think I'm offending anybody, but we exactly weren't, uh, we weren't, <laughs> hitting the ball a lot. I'll say that we were in a, when we won games, it was one and nothing and that's fun, but I want to be on a team that, that can hopefully put up some runs this year. So, yeah, um, no, I definitely, I definitely think, think so. Yeah. Um, all right. You know, uh, I, I do want to kind of get on to our, to our last kind of final segment here, you know, before we run out of time. <laughs> yep. Um, so we did this kind of with Josh, uh, we're going to come up with a new name for it. We haven't yet. Uh, but I'm just going to kind of go off some, some, not necessarily rapid fire questions, but just some questions mm-hmm. to kind of get to know you uh, and kind of what your kind of thoughts are. So we'll start Let's off with it. question number one. What is your favorite pregame meal? Favorite pregame meal. You know, my routine this year, a lot of years was I would get off work at five o'clock, immediately hop in the car, drive out to Chesterfield as fast as I could. And I ended up stopping at Breadco just because it was convenient. There you go. Didn't make me feel too terrible. So I, I usually <laughs> just get a sandwich or something at Breadco on the way. So I guess for wiffle ball, that, that was that for this past year. Hey, there you go. It works. Do you believe in any superstitions? Hmm. No, not really. I think one of my, for this past year is I always wanted to pitch with an arm sleeve on. I think it's a comfort thing. I always pitched yeah. with one on in high school, like with pitching and baseball. So there was one week I didn't have one and I had to, I had to borrow one from uh, Josh. So uh, maybe that can go down as my superstition. We did hey. develop a, a superstition last year at UWIFS with uh, high school never ends and the car ride right. on the way to the field. You're right. I did. I learned that song in the span of, of two days. <laughs> that's one of go. my favorite memories of the tournament right there. <laughs> that was fun. See, that always like stuff like that, that. That's why those national tournaments are so fun is it's not necessarily the play on the field, but all the stuff behind it, you know, the, the yeah. trips, the, uh, the staying at the hotel, everything. I know I've talked to Sam Skibby, you know, last night about it and, you know, kind of working on, maybe like a crossover type thing with the documentary type thing of, uh, of our leagues and kind of what we do on these national tournaments. So That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah definitely would be fun. Sure. I watched the tour last night from MLW phenomenal. Yeah. I need so, to watch it. Yeah. We definitely, we got to pick up our pace a little bit to catch up with those guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jordan, what is your favorite bat to use in my whiff? What a bat. I think that that's my, my favorite. It was the one that I, decided on early on I wasn't you know year one I wasn't ready to buy a moonshot it just felt like a little a little too high end so I just went with the what a bat uh, which is made by Tim, Tim Dean right Tim Dean Tim, yeah. yeah yeah super nice guy um so that that was my go-to yeah absolutely great bat to use what is your favorite ball to pitch with do you like clean cut or scuff change throughout the year by the end of the year once I had some innings under me it was clean ball cut which i think is the same that you use yeah so you get like a lot of pictures okay so not not a brand new clean ball but you like it cut 
clean cut. Yeah, I started yeah. with stuffing it and cutting it. So stuff okay. cut, but then gotcha. I went to clean cut. After yeah, I way better, that. way better. Way better, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and what is your favorite pitch to throw? And is it with that, with that ball? I, I think my favorite pitch now is probably the screwball. Um, it, it, it started out as kind of a hard slider cutter early in the year, but I feel like I got the screwball down, especially by UIS. That was kind of my saving grace in UIS as I ran out of, Ran out of gas and my velo dropped. Uh, yeah, so I'll definitely say we know. I noticed uh, how much that screwball improved over the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. First half of the season, you were just mowing down guys with that yeah. just hard <laughs> slider. Like it didn't matter. You were just blowing it by everybody. And then by the end of the year, when you added that that screwball, man, it was just there was at times it was so nasty. It, with that one two combination, untouchable. Yeah, yeah. thanks. <laughs> and we'll go with our our last question here. Who or what is your, or what team, sorry, is your, do you enjoy playing the most? It's so like what playing team? Or, the most? Yeah. So what team or specific player do you like playing against the most? This might be a common answer across the board. If you ask people, it, ha- it had to be the melon heads. Jason talked <laughs> so much, mostly friendly banter. Uh, but I feel like when you get someone like that, it's like, all right, I want to go strike him out and then laugh at him a little bit. So Jason, you're great teammate great to play with but always fun to compete against absolutely i i don't think anyone's gonna argue there besides maybe the melon heads (laughs) (laughs) but definitely definitely fun definitely love that so uh no no arguments here because that's fun yeah (laughs) i don't think a lot of people like playing you guys though i think that's a, a tough uh that might be the number one answer going against you is no one liked playing against you guys with that True. great one two punch when you had to face you and josh in the same week man there was times yeah. like this sucks like we're not getting yeah. a hit tonight yeah. <laughs> yeah that's fair so uh jordan we want to thank you man uh for hopping on here with us i really appreciate it, it was a great interview uh anything else that you want to add or you know say to our fans and our listeners you know, not, not a much. Thanks for having me on. First of all, this, I was really excited when you texted me. And so I was glad that we uh, found a time that worked. And, and I think, yeah, the biggest piece of advice I can give out there to anybody, whether it's our league, someone in a different league that's just listening or whoever, just, just sign up, give it a go. You never know. Cause that, that was me. I, I almost didn't play last year. And it's just funny to think about that. Like, yeah, I wouldn't be here and wouldn't yeah. have made all these friends. So, you know, if you're on, you're on the fence you're not sure about it just just give it a try you you will you will be surprised (laughs) absolutely adam anything uh you want to add before we uh, sign off here yeah i couldn't agree more with what jordan said because i was i was in the same boat almost didn't play last year and it really is funny to think about now because of all that we've done and i mean we're here making a podcast about it now so it's it's a a whole other level so yeah i couldn't agree more uh i want to thank jordan for coming on and uh hopefully we can uh meet up again at UFs and be teammates again. Looking forward to that. So hopefully Let's that's developing. Hey, that MoWiff team, maybe I'm all in for it. Let's see yep. where it goes. You guys can add Cole this year too. Cole come yep. back. So there we go. Hey, I'd love to see that. All right, guys. I want to thank you guys again. I want to thank all of our listeners and our sponsors. Uh, if you haven't, I know I say this every time, but please go check out our YouTube, our Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Make sure you hit that like button, subscribe to all of our stuff. It does go a long way and we really appreciate it. Uh, I just want to thank you guys all one more time and we will see you guys in about two weeks with our next episode. I think we're going to have Andrew Nichols on as our guest and a couple of surprises coming up in the next couple episodes. So uh, stay tuned for that and we will see you guys next time. Perfect. Peace.